Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Disney with the Ducks. We are here with episode number 44, almost a year of episodes, and we got a fun topic to talk to you guys tonight. And joining us this evening, we have our friend Lonnie. How are you doing, Lonnie? Doing great. How are you doing today, Jeff? Doing fantastic. We have Mr. John Crawl from the Great White North of the frozen tundra of Detroit area. How's John? I am doing wonderful. Uh, Michigan just won the Big Ten Championship this weekend, and the Lions even pulled off a win today. So, you know, you can't you can't be doing much better than that. When's the last time both of those teams won on the same weekend? It's probably oh, been a yeah, while. Pre- the Lions don't win often, so yeah, it's it's probably been quite some time. And we got Jody joining us tonight. How's Jody doing? Good evening, everybody. And big news for Jody is the Buckeyes actually got into the college football playoff this week as well. So yes, hopefully we'll get to see Mr. Crawl again. It would be nice to have a rematch in the national championship. That would be exciting for sure. So tonight we got a fun topic, like I said, but before we get to that, we're going to, as we're heading into the Christmas and holiday season, kind of go around and figure out what our favorite Christmas carol is. So I know John throws up Christmas all year round, so we'll start with him. What's your favorite Christmas song, John? So my favorite Christmas song is Santa Claus is Coming to Town, but specifically it's the Bruce Springsteen um, and the E Street Band version because that, just some reason, that song comes on and I just want to start dancing and singing, um, and, and I just love it. I You can't beat it. But other than that, I also like the Jackson 5, their version of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus because that one's pretty awesome too. Um but I think those are probably my two favorites. Solid All right, choices. Lonnie, what's yours? Mine would be Silent Night by The Temptations. Their version. Mm-hmm. Love listening to it. Listen to it the entire time up to Christmas. Love it. Right. Jody, do you have a favorite? I, I like a lot of Christmas songs. I like a lot of them from church, from the from singing in hymnal. I'd say probably out of all those angels we have heard on high is one of my, I like that one a lot. So, but I've been listening to a lot of jazz Christmas, you know, we were doing some baking today and there's some pretty cool jazzy tunes out there that they take an old song and jazz it up. So I couldn't tell you what, which one, but a lot of fun ones. Jody, the thing I like about those two is I like to listen to uh, music without words sometimes when I'm either working or doing stuff or whatever I need to think. But those like either piano versions or the jazz versions of some of these songs are so good. They are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were pretty fun today. So I'm like, oh, I, I really like this. I'm into this, not Sinatra, you know, not not that, but like jazzy. They were they were pretty fun today. So I don't know. I like a lot of Christmas songs. There's only one or two that I don't like. So what what don't you like? Now I'm now I'm I don't curious. like Mariah Carey. Sorry, John. <laughs> don't like her. She's all I want for Christmas. She's not what I want for Christmas <laughs> ever. <laughs> Sorry. Huh. That's fair. You know which one I don't like is, um, oh man, and now I'm completely blanking on it, but it's Paul McCartney and they play it all the time. And I used to work retail when I was in high school and it was just, I don't know. I can't listen to that or the Wham song. Whamageddon. I I got whammed out yesterday. I got whammed out early. Oh my gosh, that's December. That didn't last very long. I lost it on the third. And we were just actually talking about it in the car. And I said, I haven't been whammed out. We turned it and boom, next song on. It's like, oh. oh. All right, Jeff. So what's your favorite Christmas song? I am a huge fan of Bare Naked Ladies. And they have a great Christmas album. They do. Um, and so my favorite one on that is God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Um, 
Yeah. I, love their, really good I love their version of that song. Good choice. So, Very good choice. I approve. I think it's, is it Sarah John McLaughlin? I think joins them on it. I think it's who? Yeah. Is that yeah, who it is? It's okay. Yeah, I, I'm a big Bare Naked Ladies fan as well. Um, they're, they're like the Rock Spectacle album. I listen to that one a lot, and uh, they're, they're but their Christmas ones are awesome too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And John, is your Paul McCarthy the one, the wonderful Christmas song? No, you know what? I think I, I was thinking of Last Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> Paul McCartney, all, Paul. George Michael, they're yeah, close. Not at all, Paul McCartney. They're both English. And I even mentioned Whamageddon right after. Ah, it's <laughs> I also don't like that um, the one that became popular like within the last five years about the mom doesn't have the money and uh, it's super sad and depressing and the shoes, the one about the shoes. Do you oh, know which yeah. yeah. No, I, mm-hmm. I don't need to cry. That's terrible. No. That doesn't that doesn't make me feel jolly and happy at Christmas. That makes me feel sad and depressed and it's terrible so i'm not a big fan of that when that comes on when you're at the dentist office or in a waiting room or something i'm like oh no no we don't need to hear this terrible terrible sad christmas song well and then you have the other hot take oh i was gonna say the other end is about the one um they won't know it's christmas time in africa and (laughs) they're talking about well they won't have snow this year at christmas in africa like okay they're in a desert that doesn't get cold or have snow but let's sing a song about it bono you, you do realize john that all of africa is not a desert right no i understand that yeah yeah but also <laughs> not everyone in africa celebrates christmas either so come on just saying hot take a little on presumptuous christmas. bono so my, if, if we're doing christmas hot takes mine is straight no chaser is substantially better than pentatonics i am not a pentatonics fan I don't like their Christmas music. Why not both? Why not? I'm, I'm a straight. I like straight no chase. I just I don't like pentatonics. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like, like you. This 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 podcast is over. I don't even know you anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> Wait, so, so you don't like the pentatonics? I oh. love straight no chaser. So it's not the style of music. I just I'm not a pentatonics fan. Have you so. ever? Have any of you ever heard of the um the? Oh shoot! What is it? The Disney acapella group the d yeah um disney with the ducks not disney with the ducks no but it's a it's we a could disney be a pentata or a acapella um, group d acapella or something like that yeah I, i'm totally yeah. making money but Lindsay and i went to go see them years ago and their christmas songs are ph- phenomenal i wish i mm-hmm. listened to that a lot more because they they're really good so um highly recommend them but i can't remember their name so you know they're great <laughs> We're on fire. We I, are. I thought George Michael was Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea who you want to recommend, but you want to recommend them. Oh man. It's a Disney Acapella group. They're really good. It, it's D Capella. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. See? So, but well, speaking of Christmas, and I know you can see a lot of Christmas decorations and stuff in some of the resort loops on their monorail and the different resorts going around there. So today we're kind of going to dive into some of the different resorts on the monorail. We're going to talk about some of the offerings they have, um, their food, their shopping, the overall feel of them, and kind of give some of our maybe hot takes on those as well. I, I know I might have one coming up. And so we're just kind of going to take a resort loop trip around Disney World today. So... Which should we take the express monorail or do we do in the resort loop? 
So leaving Magic Kingdom, or what, what are we doing here? I think we got to do the resort loop. I agree. Just go okay. go that way. Take, let's All take right. our time and enjoy it. We don't need to go express. So we just got done with a busy day at the Magic Kingdom. We walk all the way up the ramp. We're hitting the resort loop monorail. First stop is the Contemporary. So what do we got for dining in the Contemporary? Well, first off, wait, uh, real quick, Jeff, on the Contemporary, I think one of the things with that one, um, it was built in 1971. So, you know, one of the cool things about that is it's almost as old as the park itself, because I think it opened a few months later. Um, but yeah, so that one's one of the first resorts there. And I just want to mention, too, it has 655 rooms. So out of the three monorail resorts, it's the middle one in terms of number of rooms on the hotel side. So, okay. Does that include Bay Lake Tower to the room count or is that no, just... No, that's, that's just um, the contemporary, the hotel side. So the main building as well as the garden wing. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, Bay Lake Tower, that's a good point too, is it's um, connected by walkway and that's the DVC resort um, that's attached. Have Has you anybody all stayed at the Contemporary non-DVC before? I have stayed in the tower and I've stayed at Bay Lake Tower both. Lonnie, have you stayed at Contemporary? No, I have not. Um, John, have you? It's on my list of to-dos, though. No, Jody, I've only been in a room one time at, at Bay Lake Tower when uh, we were all down there for Marathon Weekend. And um, yeah, and, and Jeff was staying at the, the Bay Lake Tower room, so I went in to check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's the only time I've ever been inside of a room there. So we stayed we there um, when the kids were little, uh, still somebody was still in a stroller so it's been quite quite a while and we were in the, one of the garden wing rooms and i have to say one of the biggest benefits about staying there is the walkway over to magic kingdom that makes it really phenomenal um the pool is decent i don't remember anything at that time being phenomenal about it but um again it's probably our kids were maybe at that stage where I was not relaxing too much at the pool and paying a lot of attention to them. So maybe that's my point of view with that, but yeah, location can't be beat. I mean, that's, that's for certain, but you're paying for it when you stay there. We actually did not pay for it. Like you would normally staying there. We were booked at Port Orleans French quarter in July of 2020 and French quarter did not open in July of 2020. So our travel agent called and figured out the week before, where are they staying? Called into Disney and they put us into the tower of the contemporary with a lakeview room. So I had contemporary view at French Quarter prices. So so with the lakeview, could you see the fireworks really well from there? There were no fireworks at that time. Oh. So the, you could have, yes. Mm -hmm. We could not because obviously they weren't existing. So, but it was a great experience. Um, the one downside at that time was they would only what one family at a time into the elevators and there wasn't an option to take steps. So whenever you have the tower and you're coming back from the parks in the evening, that was quite an extensive line to get up there, but that's much better now than it was back then. So, yeah. so what are some of the amenities that Bay Lake Tower and Contemporary have to offer people? I think one of the cool things that they have, um, and I'm not sure actually the status of it right now, but top of the world lounge for anybody who's, who's DVC. Um, so if you're a direct DVC member and, and you're over by the contemporary, if you go over to the Bay Lake tower side and up to the top, um, you can, you can visit the top of the world lounge or 
No, I'm sorry. That's in the contemporary main building. No, right? it's in the Bay Lake Tower building. I'm really not on fire today. <laughs> That's okay. That's I okay. still love you. Okay, yeah. good. Thank you. I think one of the things is, and, and Jeff mentioned it as well, is the transportation options. You're so close. You can hop on the monorail if you want. Usually you go through the security section if you're going to kind of go over to Magic Kingdom, right? That's a little... Yep. Get you a little bit quicker through the through the lines, uh, or you could. There's boat transportation where you can go over to Wilderness Lodge, um, and to Fort Wilderness, right? So I don't think that's currently running. Time. I'm I'm sorry. That's currently not running. Exactly, it's not running now. It's I, stuff still trickling in, but once it comes in, you know, Christmas time next year, you probably hop on that, go over there, and uh, and 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 hang out, catch hoop to do, and all that kind of good stuff. So. Um, I, I do like the location. I think that's one of the biggest things. It is basically the closest resort to the parks. Um, yeah. To Magic Kingdom, it is. I think that's a big amenity for it. Right. I also think it's a great place um, to chill out during the day if you just need a little bit of a break. It's It doesn't have as many great options for dining and shopping. I, I'll take that back. I actually think they're shopping superior to the other two monorail resorts. But th that level where the um, Chef Mickey and the bar, what's the name of the bar there? I forget. Outer Rim? The Outer, Outer Rim. Rim. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There's that whole level that's just for, I guess it's for um, when they have conventions, but there's just a lot of loungers and chairs and things to relax. And we've gone there before just to kind of regroup when you just need, we don't, maybe we're waiting for a reservation and we're waiting for something else. And it's, it's a good place to just kind of chill for a little bit. Um, but it has my very favorite restaurant in all of Walt Disney world at the contemporary, which is the grand Cal or the grand California, the California girl. See John, I'm, I'm right there with you tonight. It's, it must be. Yeah. Maybe Mercury's yeah. in retrograde. I guess so. Cali girl, which is, which is by far my favorite restaurant in all, all property. I just absolutely love it there. We've had some fantastic meals for celebration experiences. So that, that's probably my highest selling point for the contemporary. Plus, then you've got the, the Mary Blair art everywhere. I mean, you can't yeah. forget about that, that. Huge mural in the in the main area. It's like 80 or 90 feet tall. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's it's just beautiful. So that that is a good thing. No, if they do a tour about that resort that you can go on, does anyone know about that? Like, are, are, I would love know. to go on a tour just to hear about that building and the mural and the how it was built and all that stuff. I think that'd be really fascinating. Yeah. It would be cool. And just hearing about the architecture of the resort too, how it was built and how they slid in the rooms and, you know, it was a very unique style of, of manufacturing right. um, for a building at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be really cool to learn more about um, because that's always been kind of fascinating. I, I've never really wanted to stay in the rooms there because I, I kind of think they're a little bit sterile, um, but, you know, it's got that the iconic new, design. That's amazing. The new rooms are fun though. They got the new incredible themed rooms. Oh yeah, that's true. I haven't seen those yet. So, but, but like, I mean, it's the only resort I've ever been in where I've driven a train through it. Um, <laughs> you know, that's just really cool to get to do. I mean, even as a 40 year old man, I get like excited about that. So right. I don't know, just another, uh, another fun thing about the resort. Yeah. You know, and, and Jody made a good point with California grill. I'm going to go downstairs and I really enjoy steakhouse 71. Um, the bacon and eggs appetizer still on the menu still to me <laughs> I have to have it every time the burger is great as well um, so yeah I mean you look at that 
you, we left, we were in Magic Kingdom and it's arguably, you can say Magic Kingdom doesn't have a lot of good places to eat. You're right, they have a lot of quick service. So I'm talking about sit down places. Jumped on the app, found the Steakhouse 71 reservation and just kind of went over there, walked over there, sat down and relaxed and had a, had a great meal. So it's so close. Uh, it makes it just, I think, the, like I said, a high selling point for that re- that uh, that resort. Yeah, and, and they have a great breakfast at Steakhouse 71 too because yeah. I've had both dinner and breakfast there and I, I would do it again for sure because it was amazing. Because I think when, oh yeah, Jeff, I was with you when I had dinner there and it was Correct. great. I had like a, a shrimp dish and it was it was just awesome. So yeah, okay. that that is worth making the trip over to Contemporary for. For sure. Now, now when you're on the monorail and you drive through and you look down at Chef Mickey's you just have to feel for those cast members because you could just see the kids, the napkins on the floor, the, you know, it's just, but it's a fun place, right? Bring it's an experience over. everybody has to do. Yes. I it's haven't done it yet. It's right of passages for your kids. Yeah, I know. I, we, That's a mortgage always, payment for John's family to go. So, well, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, is so Ohana and everywhere else, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, but no, we've just, for some reason, we've never done that restaurant. Um, and I don't know why we just don't. There's yeah, always we, somewhere else. We've done it twice, I think. Maybe both for breakfast, and um, yeah, every, everything ends up being a sticky mess afterwards because you've got the syrup and the. But but the kids are. It's a great way to see the characters and to. Yeah. And yep. when they're little, and that's a big important thing to them, seeing the characters. It's a great way to check off that box because you get a lot of them in one one sitting. So. Um, yeah, we we've we've enjoyed our, you know, it's it. What I appreciate about the buffet there is that everybody can find something that they like. So it may not be right. the most amazing food you've ever had, but at least there's something that everybody's going to enjoy. Yep. Have we and covered all the really fun as well? The shopping there is really good. That store there, when you first come off the, uh, you go downstairs after you get off of the the monorail. That store usually has everything. It's a pretty big location. Yep. Have we covered all the dining that's there? We've mentioned they have a quick service as well. That's just normal quick service. Nothing special. I don't think there. Yeah, I can't um, think of anything memorable about the quick service. Normally, if there's a quick, most quick service, there's something on the menu that I really enjoy or really like. But there's nothing there that I, I am recalling that, you know, wow, that was great. I got to go try that again. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm with Jody. If you want the best quick service. Actually, are arguably the best quick service. You get back on that monorail and you go over to the poly and Captain. Ding Jones. ding ding. Is that our next stop then? Are we hopping back on the monorail, going through the TTC and checking out the Polynesian? Well, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, all right. I'm not missing that opportunity. So we hop. We on the all pod- know that it's John's least favorite resort, and he doesn't like it at all. Yeah. And there's no oh, dream there it. that he he enjoys. It's it's you know torture for him to go there. So we might as well just get John off the episode right now. Yeah, let's just skip that one and and go some other where uh, resort. No, the the poly. It, it's amazing. Everything about it is amazing. You get off the monorail and there's all the, the lush greenery and everything. Um, the smell is probably the best smell I've ever smelled in my life. Um, you know, when you walk in, the lobby's awesome. It's got the little tiki guy there. And, um, you know, when you talk about shopping, I love the store they have there because it not only has like resort specific stuff which i think is really cool there's a ton of polynesian stuff there um that you can buy little knickknacks shirts whatever and it's it's all really cool but then they have like 
all the Hawaiian shirts and everything too, which, you know, I, I'm the kind of guy that wears Hawaiian shirts frequently. So I love that. <laughs> so I just, I think the, that's great. They have the big store downstairs and then they have that little tiny sh store upstairs by, um, by Ohana and all that stuff. Yeah. That one, that one is really super small, but you can typically find something. One of the things I like about the poly that I don't recall about any, at least not at the contemporary is they, the, the window scapes, um, when you're walking through the lobby are really cool, very nicely decorated. Um, they had one with, um, Scrooge and the three nephews. That was really fun. Um, but if you walk through there, if you have a little bit of time to look at those, they tend to be decorated and themed very nicely. And I've, I've tend to enjoy spending a little bit of time looking at those, those window scapes there. Yeah. Have you guys and stayed at the up, poly? You know, oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Ha has everybody stayed at the poly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And if, and if you back up and look at it, the history of the Polynesian, right? It's kind of like the first resort. It was open when Magic Kingdom opened. They say uh, John Lennon signed the final paperwork to, to dissolve the Beatles there. Yep. That's not a good time, though. But still, uh, if you look at that resort, it is, it is phenomenal. And they're do and currently they're doing an add-on for the DVC. Right, mm -hmm. so there's some construction going on over there, but some high points is so I think it's one of the things that makes it uh, such a great location is the beach and watching the fireworks from the beach, right? And if you get some of those rooms, right, uh, you can actually sit on your your balcony and watch the fireworks uh, and the, the the water parade as well. So um, I think it's for a location wise, uh, yes, you know you can walk to the Grand Floridian and all that kind of good stuff, but it is just a, a really, really there's a different vibe to John's point when you get off there, right? And the pool, the volcano pool is, I think, one of like I say, arguably one of the best pools as well. And right, right by that pool, why don't you just grab, grab your door whip, right? You can, right? So What's wrong? It's a great place. Yeah, you can add the rum right there. But they also, Lonnie, they have another pool too over on, closer by the DVC buildings that, I mean, it's just a plain pool, but my kids actually like that one better than the main pool because the main pool is always crowded. I mean, it's it's awesome. And that slide is really cool going through the, the volcano and everything, but um, it, it gets pretty busy there, especially in the summer when it's hot. So we always end up in the other pool and they have a pool bar, like a little bar there that makes food and everything too. So it's, that's one of my favorite places to hang out is actually in that little pool, um, the quiet one, and then head over to the beach by the main pool for the, the fireworks at night because it is such a good view and they pump in the sound and, and it, that's really cool. I as do hope when they build the new tower that they don't make the same mistake they did at Coronado, which I realize is not DVC, but at Coronado, when they built the tower, they did not build yet another pool. And so I think mm -hmm. what that's done at Coronado is it's put too much capacity into the main theme pool with the with the um with the slide yeah. so I, I i don't know about the new plans at the poly the new building or tower or whatever it's going to be over there but i do hope that they add some sort of pool over there because um i think that was that was a big mistake that they made at coronado and in, in my opinion so well and that's a good point jody because the polynesian the main the hotel portion um, has 479 rooms and I think there's around 400 DVC rooms as well. So, you know, right now you've got 800 rooms, that tower is going to have a lot of rooms in it. Yep. Um, so you percentage wise, they're going to increase the, the resorts on, or the, the guests on property, um, by a ton. Right. So yeah, that's, that's really something hopefully they're, they're considering. And you guys have mentioned the beach several times at the Polynesian. 
Um, I know my personal experience, that was one of my favorite events of any of my trips was July 3rd last year. Um, we had some friends who were in town. They had never been to Disney. Uh, they didn't have park tickets that day. We had planned to be in Magic Kingdom for the 4th of July fireworks on the 3rd. Decided to meet them at the Polynesian instead. We got there about an hour and a half early. Um, they had chairs set up on the beach that were just first come first serve. So we got the nice reclining chairs on the beach. Um, sent the kids to go get those while we grabbed drinks. And we sat there and watched the fireworks. And it was fantastic. The, the music, the view, everything was just fantastic. So That was one of my best memories from Disney, too, was July 4th. 2019 and um seeing the same thing seeing the fireworks on the third and fourth one one tip though for people is on july 4th they will not let you anywhere near that beach unless you're a registered guest at the resort but on That's the third they do um mm. They Open. do the full fireworks show. Yeah. So they don't check for, they don't scan your band and give you the wristbands and all that kind of stuff to access the beach like they do on the fourth. Um, so the third, you can just go there and, and watch the fireworks. And it's really cool because there's not as many people there either. They actually had a section separated off on the third as well. They had most of the beach was open for general people. And they had one small section off to the side that had, um, they were checking resort guests whenever they went to it. So they still had some reserve seating for them as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. I think, in fact, I think that's that's warranted, right? Given the yeah. amount that you're going to pay to stay there. Yep. You mentioned something, Jeff. You sent the kids to secure your spots while you got some drinks there. Any good place to drink there? John. There's all kinds of good places to drink there. Yeah. We got Tambu Lounge. We mm -hmm. have um, Trader, Trader Sam's. Yeah. And you've um, got the Trader Sam's outdoor tiki yep. uh, terrace. The tiki thing. bar. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. So Trader Sam's is on the lower level, yep. um, right? So where the shopping and where uh, is um, Captain, Captain Cooks. Cooks, which is my favorite quick service. That's all. It, but where is Tambu Lounge? For it those is right people? beside Kona Cafe, between Kona and Ohana. So it's upstairs. upstairs. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's the same level where you catch the monorail. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you can jump off that monorail, take a left, hit the sushi stand, get, get yourself some good sushi, maybe go to Kona, um, get the, the coffee rub steak, and then go over to Tambu Lounge and get yourself the greatest beverage ever invented, um, the Lapu Lapu. You know, so you, you you can sit there with a delicious steak, some sushi, and a giant pineapple drink that will change your life. Um, you can't get much better than that. Yeah. And at Tambu Lounge, you can order some of the things. They come out the same kitchen, right? So you can get the wings. <coughs> uh, last time I went, I tried to get the um, the nachos, pulled pork nachos. They, they didn't give them to me upstairs, but I did go downstairs and get them from Captain Cook's. To Jody's point, I think it might be my favorite. It goes back and forth, right? But it, it's, it's definitely always in the top two. The only uh, problem with it is it's really, really small. Yes. The, the yes. seating is super, super small. So um, if it's raining, forget about it. Like there's nowhere to sit. I, I think it seats maybe 20 people <laughs> inside. I mean, it, it's really, really, really tiny. So um, actually when it was wine and dine 20, 21 when tim and i did wine and dine one of the race days maybe the 5k day it poured rain i mean cats dogs cousins and everything came out of the sky it was terrible so tim and i did the resort loop all day because we had nothing else to do um because it was raining so hard and when we 
we got something to eat at Captain Cook's, but we couldn't find anywhere to where to eat it. So we went out to the main lobby and just sat there with our food, like like homeless people and sat there and ate our food out in the lobby. Because where else were you gonna go? There was nowhere to go. Right. I mean, there was yeah. there, I mean that that little tiny dining section for is not really big. So um no one yelled at us, so we just sat there and ate it. Yeah, we've had to do that a lot too, because same thing, right? It's just always packed. But a fun place to eat if the weather's nice is out by where Lonnie mentioned the pineapple lanai um right outside the great ceremonial house there between that and the pool there's a big open fake grass, grass area, area. Mm-hmm. yeah so you can kind of sit there they do movies in the park or whatever they call it um movies on the lawn at night and it's super fun because then yep. at night you get the backdrop of seeing the castle lit up and you know possibly catching the fireworks show and everything else so that's a cool place to go yeah. And I'm going to tell you, right outside of Captain Cook's, there's a little sit down. If it's, the weather is nice, you could, it overlooks the pool. But the birds there are so aggressive. I mean, literally, I was there eating um, my last, I think it was for a springtime surprise, the first one. And we're over there eating, uh, waiting on, I was eating my nachos, waiting on my um, Trader Sam's uh, reservation. And I mean, literally, the birds were just like, I thought I was in an Alfred Hitchcock film. Literally, they were like, I'm like, this is the same bird. I mean, he's just, he was like on me. I, I looked to the side. He's like, he was, I was eating by myself. <laughs> he was like, he was literally standing on the chair, like looking at me eat. And I'm like, dude. And he's like, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> you, know, it's, it's just, you know, literally. He's like, why don't you give me some of that? So it, it is aggressive, right? They, they are aggressive out there. So the, just for clarity, for those who maybe aren't as familiar with the poly, um, Trader Sam's talk a little bit about reservations there and how you get in there. I know Jeff, you just had an experience there. So kind of talk about how, how, if you want, everyone hears about Trader Sam's and the amazingness that it is. Why don't you talk about how do you actually physically get into Trader Sam's? How does that work? Trader Sam's is very, very, very small. Um, Holds. There's maybe 30 people at a time that gets in there. It's very small. Um, When we went, um, we saw we actually just happened to be over at Captain Cook's and we saw people lining up outside of Trader Sam's about two o'clock, two fifteen. So I went and got in line and they took your name and information at three o'clock for um, I think they opened at four. So they put you into a virtual queue at three o'clock for the people who were in line. And then probably by the time the doors opened at four, they said it would be maybe nine o'clock, 10 o'clock before people were getting in. They were still putting their name in line. So, um, that, like I said, at three o'clock, your name went on a list at four o'clock, they open, you go in, I think until seven or eight o'clock at night is, um, anybody can go in after that point it's 21 over, um, eight o'clock. So it swings over to adults only. And is there no, because it's a lounge, like all the rest of the the Disney lounges, you, you can't make a reservation, right? It's first come first serve it. Correct. Yep. You go into the virtual wait list and then. Are there any lounges on any Disney property that we know of that you can make a reservation? Or are they all first come first serve? I think they're all first. I don't yeah. know of any. So the Trader Sam's is the only one that I know of that you would have to get in line that early to arrive to try to get on the list. Does anyone know of any others that are that hard to get into? Nomad Lounge has a list sometimes, um, but you can actually check in online for that one if you're close enough. So you don't actually have to go. You can pull up the app and actually check it online for that. 
So, and do you consider Ogles Cantina a lounge more? I mean, there's drinks, there's a bar, but you can make reservations there. You can make reservations sixty yeah. days so, in advance I mean, for like a meal. Too. So, yeah, that one's different, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess that's close enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's not the same like Trader Sam's. Trader Sam's is just completely different. No, it's it's, it's crazy. crazy. But, yeah, yeah well, I usually end up outside on the other side getting a drink because you just you can't wait that long, or I can't wait. It's that definitely long. experience that you have to do. Um, yeah. Any of the specialty drinks that you order, there's things that happen in the room. Um, the servers have a lot of fun with it. The other people there have a lot of fun with it. So um, it's definitely something to do once. I don't necessarily know that I have to go back. It's a very expensive drinks, but you get the souvenir cups to come with it. So when you're at Disney, I guess you're going to do it once. And then upstairs are the two sit-down restaurants that both require 60-day and advanced dining reservations. Uh, have any, has anyone ever eaten at either one of those? I love both of them. Yeah, yeah. I've we've um, we've eaten at Ohana a lot. It it was it's one of our family favorites. Mm -hmm. So we we go there as often as we can. But Kona was really good too. We had breakfast there and. It was it was amazing. Um, but the other good thing about them is they have awesome sushi and they even have a sushi stand next door where if you can't get a reservation to the restaurant, you can still get their sushi um, at the Kona Island stand that's right next to it. Mm -hmm. So th that's really cool. And Kona also has the stand right there in the morning has a great coffee shop. So if you're looking for, yeah. unfortunately, the line tends to be a little bit long, but if you're looking for a non Starbucks coffee, or if you want a little pick me up before you go into the park. Um, it, a lot of places it's hard to find a, a specialty coffee. If you're looking for something other than just a brew, um, they've, they've got some, a good coffee selection there that they can make you a, a fancy schmancy coffee there. So yeah. I've never been to Kona. Um, I've only done Ohana for breakfast. It's my daughter's very favorite breakfast because she's a huge Lilo and Stitch fan. So are those characters back? I'm not sure that I, I think know. So. I yeah. thought they were. Yeah. So. Yeah. We love the same reason. We love the breakfast there too, because mm -hmm. um, we named our cats Lilo and Stitch because we just, our whole family likes, likes those movies. So yeah, it's, it's awesome. And then dinner, you have, you know, more of the family style and they bring out the bread pudding at the end, which is just so amazing. Um, but yeah, those are, are two great dining options. It's, it, they're both really good. And pro tip for Ohana for breakfast we like bacon and they typically don't have bacon. They bring out the sausage. But if you ask, a lot of times they'll bring you out bacon as well. No, not the sausage. They bring you out the ham. Yeah. They, no, the ham's good because it's got pineapple on it. Oh, I normally don't bring out the bacon. Ham. It's the candy of meats. Exactly. Yeah. Bring the bacon. I'll take both. So anything else that we need to point out for the Polynesian Resort yeah. before we hop back? Oh, all right, John. No, sorry. I was going to say the one other thing too about it is, so the place we're going next is Grand Floridian, right? These two resorts are right next to each other. So the awesome part about staying in either one is you can walk from the Poly to the Grand Floridian in, in about five minutes. So if you don't like the dining options or the shopping at one or the other, you can take a quick walk. Or even when we stayed there, um, the Polynesian shares a gym with the Grand Floridian and there's also a basketball court next to that. So like me and my daughter went and played basketball one night and it was amazing because we were out there at nine o'clock and got to see the magic kingdom fireworks while we're playing basketball. Um, you know, so just little things like that, like that walkway. And now you can walk all the way from the poly to the magic kingdom. And it's really not a bad walk at all. Um, because they open. Yeah, it's, I think it was just under a mile from our room. So, yeah, it was not bad at all. You know, a 20-minute walk or whatever um, with the kids and stuff. And 
um, that that can save you a lot of time after uh, the park closes, especially when you're waiting for ferries or the um, the monorail to get back to Polly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I really like about it is the ability to, to go to both those resorts. That's a very good point. Anything else, John, before we jump back on the monorail? I mean, I, I was on there, the door opened, and you pulled me back off. So um, no, it's just it's just an amazing resort. I I love it. Everything about it. It's my favorite. All right. Well, let's go through security. We'll get back on the monorail and we'll get off at the next stop, heading into the Grand Floridian. So who's let me change? I, I, I feel underdressed when I go there. Give me a second. You, you're getting your monocle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put on a tuxedo t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm here i'm ready has anybody stayed at the grand floridian yes no. i have i have not oh you haven't Lonnie? you haven't jeff it's I, I thought okay so initially i was not uh excited about this at all like staying there i thought it was just too um fancy for our family yeah we're um you know not uh, rich people who walk around with monocles and tuxedos all day. So I thought we weren't going to fit in well, but it, you know, it ended up really, really surprising me with how much I loved the resort when we finally did stay there. Cause my, my oldest daughter, she's real into like tea and she loves like Mary Poppins and all that. So she always wanted to go there. So when we finally gave in, I'm like, Oh, great. This is going to be terrible. But uh, it turns out it's, it's an amazing resort. John walked out top of the morning to you, Jeeves. <laughs> he's, he's got his cane and his fat song. Yeah, he's just my top hat. Yeah. <laughs> One night he changed completely. His I kids were like, well, can I get some tea? Yes. <laughs> I was there on a work trip back in, gosh, 1999 or 2000 or something like that. It was long time ago um and i didn't pay for it my work paid for it so uh very different experience yeah i can't really say you know anything about it because it was not my money <laughs> so it was, and it was so long ago those rooms have been redone 25 times since then that was that was back when they were um the white rabbit and everything was the decorations in the room it was it was actually pretty i, I remember thinking this is pretty ugly so um it was, but it's probably been refurbed twice since then. So not a very good example of what it was like. Cause it's, it's a long time ago. Well, so when we stayed there, we stayed in the DVC side. So we were on the portion closest to the Polynesian. Um, but from our room, we were on a first floor. We had a patio. We could sit on our patio and see, I'd say like 60% of the fireworks from the magic kingdom. So that definitely like helped my impression of it overall, but no, I, I don't know. I think the dining there is great. Um, and we'll probably talk about a few of the places, but you know, the, the shopping is awesome. They have like a vineyard vine store on the first floor. They've got um, the store with like all the resort wear, like the resort specific shirts and things like that. And they sell, you know, sundry stuff. Um, and then they have upstairs more like a toy store almost for the kids. So there's, there's great shopping there too. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's, Okay, I have a funny story to tell you guys about this place that has all the fancy soaps there. Great. Do you know what I'm oh, I mean? Oh, my God. So we have to go either Disney Springs or there every time we're there because my kids are it's obsessed basin, right? with Basin. Yeah. Okay. My kids so, are like obsessed with that. So talk about not fitting in. Um, we, I, when we walk past, we, 
I'm not going to say which person in my family, but Tim. somebody in my Tim. family thought that <laughs> it, was, um, it was chocolate, like chocolate bars, like cut open that you could see that like, oh, there's like a macadamia nut or a cherry or whatever. I'm like, I, I, think, I think that's, I think that's soap. I think you, you should have let them try it. it. So um, yeah, someone in my family thought it was a, a confectionery, not a, not a place where you go to get yourself clean. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I forgot about the basin store being there because we love that place. Oh, it smells so yeah. good too. I will admit this is probably one of the resorts that I have spent the least amount of time in. Um, there's just I, I've eaten at 1900 Park Fair once, and it's currently not open. Um, I've eaten at um, the, the Grand Floridian Cafe once. Didn't wasn't like over the top that I had to do. I've been to the lounge once, and I think that's about the only experiences I've had inside. Wow. So the 1900 Park Fair is one we do almost every trip um, because they have their like brunch type um, thing where they have the characters there. Um, it's like the evil stepsisters and stuff are there um, and, and Alice in Wonderland characters for one meal and then the evil stepsisters um, for dinner, I believe. But yeah, I, I've always had a great experience at that restaurant. They have this strawberry soup that is like a cold, creamy strawberry soup. It's one of the best things I've ever eaten. Like, I, I want to smuggle like gallon Ziploc bags in my backpack <laughs> next time and just kind of, you know, go up to uh, fill them up. Um, but no, we, we really like that. And then you mentioned the lounge, Enchanted Rose. I thought it was good because it had a really good bourbon selection. Um, when I got my bill, I didn't feel quite as much uh, <laughs> like I loved it because... You know, when you order a, a double Did of a say, good bourbon. Good heavens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started yelling, good day, sir. English accent. Good day, sir. No, good day, sir. Um, well, you're blinging me. <laughs> but, no, all the restaurants I've eaten there are having really good services um, is good. They make, like, sandwiches from scratch if you want it, all kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't eaten at Vicky and Al's yet um, because apparently you can't have five kids with you and eat there, um, both from a financial standpoint and from uh, just the rules of the restaurant. So we're, I'm hoping one day to be able to have a meal there. But but yeah, I, at Gasparl Island Grill, we mentioned that. Narcusi's That's really good. is there as well. And where's the other place? Oh, Narcusi's and Citra mm -hmm. Coast and the Grand Flighty Cafe, though. I'm surprised you didn't like it because when we went there, I, honestly, though, I had no expectations of it, and we ended up really liking it. So we've been back a few times, and we've never had a bad meal at, at the Grand Flirting Cafe. In, in fairness to us, it was July of 20, so it wasn't normal menus. It wasn't normal wait staff there. So oh. it, it, that could have skewed my experience, so we might have to give it another try. I heard their um, breakfast there is quite good, but I... Grand Flow Cafe. So yeah, it is. We've had breakfast um, and dinner there, and both were excellent. Yeah, isn't that the place that has the lobster burger? Yes, they do. Which, the lobster thermometer. Yeah, which I'm. I still can't wrap my brain around, but I don't know. It sounds interesting. I've only well, I've eaten at both Narcusis and Citrico's and 1900 Park there um for both i've eaten there for both breakfast and dinner and that's that's a place i really hope they bring back because that character experience mm -hmm. was so good i mean i'm not a huge mary poppin or um alice in wonderland fan it's not not my fave at all but i i still enjoyed those characters but the the dinner with the evil stepsisters and um they were at dinner right yeah 
Yeah. Yes. They, I mean, they would kiss Landon on both cheeks. And they, I mean, just the way they played with everybody, it was, it was such a great experience. Just the, and the, and the photo pass photographer was great. They had great props there. I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed the character interaction at that location. And it's a shame to me that it's not back yet because in my opinion, it was good bang for your buck and one of the better character interactions. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it really was. Like they were they're great. They should get a raise. So and we we had at um Narcusi's um right before the world came to an end in February of 2020. And it was a nice dining experience. We had a phenomenal server who I think that makes a huge difference in your experience at dining. Um, so the server was really, really good. The food was good, but the server was fantastic. And then we ate at Citrico's on our most recent trip and we had a terrible, our most recent family trip and we had a terrible server. The food was okay, but our server was, I think he was, should have been working in the haunted mansion. He had the personality of a, you know, one of the walking dead. He was terrible. So that just, that just changes your experience when you don't have a server who's kind of fun and engaging, but, um, but yeah, both, both meals were pretty good. I mean, I had nothing that I was like, wow, I can't wait to go back. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I've, I've always wanted to go to Citricos and Narcuzzi's, so I'm excited to try them out, but, um, but you're right. Yeah. The server situation, that could be rough. I do love the new, the new redo, the, de- the decoration at Citrico's. It's gorgeous. It's really, and it's got a lot of Mary Poppins nods, but not in your face where it's hitting you over the head, like little things where um, the, the, her umbrella stand or, or coat stand or whatever it is, you know, is in the corner and the back of the chairs look like corsets made up and just little little touches but they're they're very nicely done it's it's a good i enjoyed that yeah and you know what really kind of stinks that i miss from there is the grand floridian society orchestra that used to play they would set up where um enchanted roses and they were awesome because they would play every night and they had live instruments and it was just a nice vibe mm-hmm. like i i loved when we stayed there sitting in the lobby of the main building and just kind of listening right um, so yeah, that's something that I think, you know, maybe maybe somehow they can get those guys back because uh, you know there's a lot of space in that lobby, and I think they can set them up somewhere. And, and to your point, John, the lobby is beautiful. Uh, Christmas time, the decorations, the gingerbread house, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Usually, that's that's when I went to go see that kind of thing. So it's one of those places you can walk around and tour, and it's really nice. Uh, Jody, when you went, did you do the spa? No, I've never done any of the spas at Disney. Well, you know, that's one of the, the top spots that sense is there. Um, you know, they don't have them in, in every resort, right? So it's there and when it's Saratoga. Um, so, you know, if you want to kind of relax in vacation, nice vibe, that's a good place to have one as well. Yeah. Yeah, it is beautiful. And I would say during the holidays, it absolutely is stunning. There's also, we didn't mention that the contemporary, um, in the past, they've done a some sort of, holiday display there was it i'm not sure if it was gingerbread also but um um did they have that this year does anyone know the contemporary i don't know i but the gingerbread house at the grand floridian is noteworthy and it's worth going to see i mean it's big enough to walk yeah it's i will tell you uh they they don't take kindly to you licking it so uh (laughs) if you do lick it you will be asked to leave (laughs) 
or we try to break off a piece to eat. That's disappointing. Not that I've done that, but I'm just saying. That's why Gene's not here today. Yeah. Exactly. I like that both of us immediately thought of Gene. I bet him and he did it. I said, Gene, lick that. Was it like a double dog dare, though? Because oh, yeah, I, mean, I'm going straight to, I'm always, I go straight to double dog dare. Okay. I don't you even can't, mess around with that dare you because, right. you know, why waste time? Yeah. Double dog it. That's hilarious. And now he's banned from the, the grand flow. <laughs> so if he was on here, he wouldn't be able to talk, tell you guys anything about it. It's part of the NDA that he had to sign. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else about the Grand Floridian that we need to talk about? Do we pretty well cover that, or is it? We haven't talked about the pool there at all. Um, I, again, I was there for a work trip, so my experience with the pool is a little different because I don't necessarily like to hang out with people I work with in my bathing suit. So I'm not sure that I even went to the pool. Um, so. I don't know. Anybody have experience with the pool at Grand Floridian? We've, we've gone in it. Um, I mean, it's it's nice. It's nothing to me. It's nothing like the poly pool or um, something like uh, what's it called? Beach clubs pool, right? That they share with the yacht club. Yep. Um, so I don't I don't think it was anything like that. They have a cool like waterfall thing, um, and it, it's nice. But I would not base my stay on the Grand Floridian at, off of their pool. I'll put yeah. it that way. I guess the one other thing to mention too is they have the wedding gazebo there. So that is something if you care to do and check out that you can get married at the Grand Floridian very yes, easily. Yes, if well. you you know want to take out a mortgage on your first and second and third home, then sure you can have your wedding at Disney. <laughs> it, but it is there for that. It is. So yeah, that's a that's a pay grade higher higher than mine. So right. Yeah. I don't think any of my kids are getting married there. I, I would love it. One of them needs to meet a rich partner so that they can do that. And I, I can just attend as a guest. That would be great. Right. Can I go too? Will you invite me? Yeah, you can come. <laughs> Why not? Well, I don't know though, because it's going to probably be like 500 bucks a head or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think you'll make the cut though. Okay. All right. Thanks. John. Right. I appreciate it. <laughs> So anything else about the grand flow before we jump back on the monorail? All right. I, I do. Did, can you watch the fireworks? We've watched, we've talked yep. about watching the fireworks from the other locations. Can you watch them from there? Yeah. And they have a little beach area you can go down to. Um, to me, the view isn't as good. You're off to the side. Um, but when we stayed there last time from our room, actually, we had a really good view. We went out on our, our patio and, and we could see, you know, sit, I'd say like two thirds of it roughly, you know, so it was, it was enough. And then they pumped the sound in through your room. So it, I, to me, it was, it was a good experience watching the fireworks from there. Yeah. I feel like everybody talks about watching the fireworks from the poly, but I, you never really hear about it from the other two monorail. Can you watch them from contemporary at all? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can. Where's their outdoor place where you would sit back by the pool? No, you have to go up to, Either the bridge between Bay Lake Tower or the top of Bay Lake Tower or up at um, Contemporary, the, what the, the, your restaurant, my mind. Yeah, the, the California Grill. Yeah, California they have that. You would have to be, you'd have to go up. Yes. And stay yeah. inside. Okay. So there's no but place. The best thing is you catch your elevator down to your room after. You know, you have the California Grill. And if you have reservations anytime throughout the day, you can, you can go always back, go back. To fireworks, which is a big thing for. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Why did I not know that? Okay. I, I really want to go to California Grill, but it would probably won't be for dinner just because of our all of our children. 
You'd have to get a babysitter to leave the kids, let them go to Captain Cook's, get their, their, yeah. or not, nachos. Not yeah. Let me get the pulled pork nachos. They're good to go. Yeah. Get go. some chicken fingers for them. They get to go hang out. And then you and Katie get to go up to Cali Girl. Yeah. We probably at least have to take our oldest one because she's, she's the foodie of the family. Yeah. But she's the babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, you know what? We'll just let the little ones fend for themselves. It'll kind of just be like a battle royal in the room, and we'll, you would come we'll back. You would come back to the room, and Chelsea's sitting there on top of the other kids with war paint on, and say, "This is now my family." <laughs> she would just take over the alpha role. Huh. Do you guys remember back in the day they had like a kids club babysitting service at the Poly? Do you guys remember that? It was yep. called yeah, Mama uh, something. It was Peter Pan themed, wasn't it? The Neverland Club or something. Never. Oh, maybe they changed it to like a Stitch theme. Yeah, I thought it was um, a Stitch theme. Yeah, and and Not it closed Mama a Mel few Rose, years but... ago. Yeah. yeah, but they ended up opening it. We were there uh, when we were there for Fourth of July, actually, uh, a couple of years ago. They opened it, but you couldn't drop your kids off. It was like you went in there and they had video games set up, and they had like some board games and things like that. It was more like a family, um, a family hangout type place rather yeah. than a babysitting club yeah babysitting club like they have a on cruise line which right is one of the reasons why i love cruise line <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah yeah anyway. so many kids yeah you do well you could i'll just come down with you and i'll watch the kids for you while you while you um <laughs> while you go yes. to dinner there's five of them jody Are yeah but sure? i need my I, I need my own private room <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen Lord of the Flies, Jody? <laughs> yeah, they, they, That's they what sense weakness. Read the book, man. That's why I get the rare point. You don't want that. Yeah. No, they sense weakness and they attack. We'll just go to the pool. The walk, swim. We'll be, you know, we'll be fine. You have a nice dinner. I'll see you in a couple hours. <laughs> oh, it would be amazing to have a dinner without children yelling at me. All right, so we've covered the three resorts. Are we getting ready to jump on the monorail and head back around to the Magic Kingdom to finish our night up? Sounds good to me. All right, so let's hop back on the monorail. We'll take that. The next stop then is the Magic Kingdom. But I think that little ride from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom is a good place to sit and talk about your trip that you've done around your little monorail crawl. And I think another good thing to do in that short little time frame is to tell some jokes. So, you know, you can sit there with your friends, and I think it's a good time to quack up with the ducks. So, John, what joke would you tell on that monorail crawl from the Grand Floridian well, back to Magic Kingdom for the night? You know, it's it's Christmas time, so we're getting kind of towards the end of the year. So I was looking at the calendar the other day, just planning everything out, and it, I kind of got pretty sad because I realized its days are numbered. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Jody, can you do any better than that one? Yeah, mine is also Christmas theme, so sorry. Um, why do Donner and Blitzen get get to go? Blah, blah, let me try this again. Why do Donner and Blitzen get to take so many coffee breaks? I don't know. Because they are Santa Starbucks. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was reaching for that one. I got it. I like it. Since we're doing Christmas theme jokes, I'll just continue that roll right on around through. Um, you know, we talked about the Queen of Christmas, you know, Mariah Carey earlier. Um, some of you guys may know that she was married to Nick Cannon for a while. Um, did you know why they got divorced? Right, the year before they got divorced, they said that he bought her a parcel of lamb for Christmas. And she was mad because she didn't want a lot for Christmas. 
That's horrible. <laughs> All right, Lonnie, what about you? What do you got for us tonight? <laughs> oh, man, it's hard to follow up that <laughs> awesome joke. But um, what did the horse say when he fell? I don't know. He said, help me. I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it to do these jokes every episode? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? Bless their heart. Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody listening to us for 44 episodes now. Um, you guys stuck around for it this long. We really, like I said, we really do appreciate it. Um, continue to follow us on all of our social media channels. We're on um, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Tinder. I think Lonnie's got that one set back up before his wife takes it down. Mm -hmm. So feel free to reach out to us anywhere there. Join our groups. We're a lot of fun. Um, at least we try to be. We think we are. Probably we think we are more than we really are. But Just like okay. we think our jokes are funny. So, <laughs> exactly. No. I don't know about you, but my jokes are funny. <laughs> yeah, they really are, John. They really are. You're flying now. <laughs> it's so, so much better with this group i actually get like some positive feedback my family won't even pretend to laugh so <laughs> like i said on behalf of everybody else who couldn't join us tonight we appreciate you for listening and joining our groups and remember to leave us five stars and with that i'll say quaharini good night everybody, Bye, everybody. adios <laughs> our favorite christmas song and and why it's not Mariah Carey, any song she sings. I've only been in a room at Bay Lake Tower once for like five minutes uh, with Jeff. So that's when when he was when he was staying there for a marathon weekend, and I had to. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so what you're saying is you're kind of in and out. Very quickly, yeah, as, as usual. You started it, John. You started oh, yeah. it. Yeah, you I'll just disappeared. You, you froze for your whole I'll, joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it out. It's fine. No, no, try, try it again. We want to hear it. it. It's not worth it. It really wasn't. Oh, see? I'll just cut it out. It's okay. So...